Where True or false? Oh no. <laughs> you would play opposite Chris Pratt in Brokeback Mountain. Yeah. How much money? <laughs> Welcome to Fourth and Ten, right here on FourthDistrict.com, SoundCloud, iTunes. How are you listening? Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Three comedians, ten topics. The unofficial podcast of Pumpkin Spice. Thank you guys so much for joining us. My name is Nathan Owens. You can find me on Twitter at I am underscore Owens. Snapchat, Instagram is just I'm Owens. I'm pumped to be here, to be back. This is great. It's been a good week. Uh, we'll just get right to it. David's not here, so there's nobody to really bail me out of these terrible intros that I'm not good at. But Damon's here, so it's okay. We'll just skip right to Damon. What's going on, good people? This is the earliest you've ever um, talked in an episode. This is early as I've talked. Guaranteed. It feels, <laughs> it feels weird. I'm um, excited to be here, though. Always excited for Tuesday nights. Uh, it's going to be a good, one, good show. We got some good topics here I'm ready to talk about. Lights bright. We got the main man, the producer, Dan Duncan, in the building. Dan, how we living? I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Did you listen to the podcast when you were in Florida? Yeah, I listened to the podcast while I was in Florida. I'm not sure what you guys want out of me here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you were was bored I, in Florida. Was I, was I by on yourself? the podcast? What? Was I on last week's podcast? Yes. Yeah. You were, you oh, were then I definitely didn't listen to it. I was like, was I absent? You no. said you were going to listen to it. Did I say that? Yeah, you said you were like, you're going to go perform yeah. in Florida. I have nothing to I do. I said that? You uh-huh. did. I was very busy. And instead, <laughs> instead, you started a Twitter thread about Golden Corral. <laughs> yo, go to Corral. Yo, shout out to Go to Corral, the unofficial sponsor for the podcast. Yo, go to, when last time what? you been to Go to Corral? Never. We, we were a Ryan's family. Ah, I respect Ryan's. I grew up on Ryan's too. Which That's is, gross. That's it. Uh, in high school. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, Ryan's has Yo. dead rats all up in don't there. Do that. Don't do that to Ryan's. Uh, Ryan's is full of hardworking men and women who are under 12. Yo, don't do that to them. Yeah, I'll be honest. Our, our, we, abrupted, we abruptly stopped eating at Ryan's when what? we got too old for kids to eat free. <laughs> that was our, that was a big problem. When we were younger, kids ate free. And yeah. so... No kid, no family's passing up that. Have no I kids? ever told you guys my rule about restaurants? Mm-mm, give it to um, I only eat at restaurants that when I walk in mm-hmm. within the first 10 seconds, I want to look like the rest of the people eating in that restaurant. Okay. Oh, so if you walk in and you see people who you don't want to look like, I don't eat there. <laughs> and not necessarily in like outerwear, mm-hmm. but more so in physical uh, appearance. I see. So if you're fat, I typically don't so want to eat in restaurants. So you walk in, you like four or five large fat. people, like I shouldn't be in this yeah, bad boy. Like, C- like when you walk in CC's Guaranteed There's mm-hmm. a red flag That goes guaranteed. up Guaranteed But how delicious this. Is CC's guys It treated us so well Back in the day <laughs> When I had a metabolism It was incredible That's it That's it <laughs> Guys I hear you I'm not against What you're saying Dan But I like to be happy That's what I do know There are There, there are certain restaurants With red flags though which one? C- I mean, CC's. What is what? it? What? $3.99 for a pizza buffet? Are you sick? You're not going to CC's Pizza? Oh, no, no. I've been to CC's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about That's a red last time you've been flag. to CC's Pizza. Last time, uh, maybe four or five years ago. See? What are y'all doing? What have y'all been doing these last five years? What have you been doing? I started making money. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't mad at that, brother. <laughs> but for us on this side. <laughs> but hey, once I, I, I have kids now, so CC's is coming back around. Bro. That's right. <laughs> All of Dan's can't. rules are going out the window. CC's, <laughs> Ryan's. Diapers, these wipes. How many wipes do we need? <laughs> Goodness, bro. Hey, go, go, go get a little seizures real quick. That's what happens, man. You pay for diapers and wipes at daycare, and everything becomes an option, guys. That's all we're saying. Hot and ready, $5. Let's roll. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get two of those, please? Add some wings in there. Can I get some love for Peter? How good have you gotten at the diaper changing? 
Oh, I'm a pro now. Okay. Fantastic. I'm a pro. I do limit just trying to um, kind of make sure that we keep the wipes as long as possible. Mm-hmm. Limit one wipe per mm-hmm. diaper change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially with, with the number over. one. With the number one, you got to try to go with one wipe. Oh, first. Got to. Yeah. There's sometimes I go no wipes with number one. Like I <laughs> just kind of fans and see how this diaper was like. <laughs> no, I changed that diaper. You're good. You're good, brother. Just put some water on my hands Wait, and you sprinkle. Go, <laughs> you can go one wipe with a, with the number two. Hey, it depends on how good you are at wiping. It also depends on that number two as well. <laughs> so yeah, number we're, still two. At two, we're still at two week number two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no bl- any blowouts yet? Not really. Not yet. Okay. Nah, nah, that baby's still just getting a little bit. Is it? You start eating like noodles. <laughs> what? What is going on in here, brother? Real quick, guys, before we get started, uh, this Friday we're going to be in Augusta at Joe's Underground. So come out and see us. That's going to be at eight p.m. Shows underground, and then Saturday night we're going to be in Savannah at the Wormhole. Uh, two great shows. If you're in any, either of those cities, know anybody in those cities, can drive to those cities. I've heard of those cities. Come out and see us. I think you're not going to be you're not going to be disappointed. I've never been disappointed after one of our shows. As, as far as we, as far as what we've done, <laughs> I've been, I always feel good getting off the stage. I've been disappointed at shows. Hello, but not because of us. Not because of us. You're going to have a good time. Definitely yeah. come check it out. There's also. Uh, tickets online, so get you your think, tickets early as for sure. Do you think Trump says the same thing when he goes to bed at night? <laughs> Mentally undefeated. <laughs> like, I'm disappointed, but not me. Not, not in, in me. No. Not in myself. In, in my country. That these crowd, mayors, All these mayors. <laughs> I don't think you guys understand, guys. It's an island, okay? <laughs> it's a big island surrounded by ocean water. It's unheard of. Hilarious. Let's jump right into Let's sports, get into it. please. <laughs> First topic. Um, rugby, of course. Why? Because we're an international podcast. Boom. Shout out to everybody who's not American or Canadian. I don't feel like Canada's got big rugby. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you guys know, of course, one of the biggest rugby players in the world, Scott Baldwin, uh, tried to pet a lion. That's just a thing rugby players do. Here's my favorite tweet um, because I didn't know this was a position in rugby. It just says Osprey's hooker, Scott Baldwin, bitten by lion. And I think that's an incredible headline. <laughs> and I don't know. It felt nice. So apparently they're, they're at this uh, nature reserve in South Africa. There's lions in a cage very close to them. Um, the lions seem very calm. He decides to scratch one on the head. And it decides it doesn't like that. So it just jumps up, bites his hand, and uh, that's the end of the video. <laughs> What <laughs> that is the end of the video. <laughs> he's gracious and grateful that that was just what he got. I uh, Baldwin. Uh, first off, we need to work on these names uh, for for rugby. Uh, nobody should be a grown man being called a hook. I don't know what you do. I don't know what you hook. I've never. I've never really. They tried to play. My try to get mission to play rugby, and I was like, I don't. No, we're not gonna do that. <laughs> I've never seen kids play rugby, which uh, I don't know how you play it as an adult. Like, I don't know how you jump. You ever seen somebody, a kid play rugby? No. You ever seen a kid play rugby? Mm-mm. I've never seen it, right? It's like the, it's like the unbuilt Waffle House. It just happens. It's just like you're 30 and you're just playing rugby. There's no Little League. So that's part one. Part two is um, Lions, guys. We just got to leave them alone. We just got to. This is, I saw, I saw another tweet the other day about some car just slowly following a lion. I don't know if anybody saw that listening to this it was just following the lion the lion just walking on the side of the street and he just got his phone out window all the way down with a real lion walking beside you wait this is the united states uh i don't know i don't think there's any okay. lions just walking in the streets like i this. know they like broke out the zoo. oh no no this is this i think they're probably like in africa and so <laughs> the windows are all the way down 
all the way down. He's got the phone out, hand out, walking beside the line. Line's mind his business. 35 seconds ago, I'm just like, oh, okay, nothing going to happen. Ryan turns, roars probably at 30%, shakes the whole car, the phone, the boy starts crying. <laughs> he speeds off and the line just like, yeah, yeah, that's what I, that's, yeah. that's what I am. You know, and so when when I saw the video of the dude get bit uh, on the on the on the arm or the end or whatever happened, uh, I was just like, "This is this is what they do. This is who they are. They are." I, I think we need to change the term "big cat." I think we have. A lot, I think obviously we're lying to a lot of people. We got to stop thinking that they are cats. They're not cats. These are not pussy cats. You can't feed them uh, and let them roam around in the backyard. You can't do that. These are monsters, okay? They run the jungle, people here. They run the jungle. Do not pet a lion. Do not take a job that requires you to take care of a lion. Do not mess around with a lion. I disagree with you. What? On two points. First point, lions don't live in the jungle. Lions live. Oh, safari should be specific. No, clear. there's no jungles. <laughs> safari. Listen, listen. If you don't have walls, that's a Sim- jungle to me, Sim- guys. I don't have time. Do you have AC? That is a jungle, brother. <laughs> there's jungles in Atlanta. There's jungles in Chicago. Compton has jungles. There are jungles all over the place. Look at you. No AC equals jungle, guys. <laughs> Got check. Um, number two is: Have you guys ever seen the Lion Whisperer dude, like on YouTube, Facebook, Mm-mm. whatever? Is that the Canadian dude? Yeah. Is there that, some? Like, is there yes. a white man? With lions, is that what yeah. you're about to tell me? There's Dan a conservationist Duncan? that literally like, like has damn. raised these lions. He damn. is so entertaining. Damn, he is the best. Damn, he's no, no, no. Yes. He he's been on. I think he's on. He's Kimmel's go-to guy, yes. I believe. And then he had this whole series on mm. the Animal Planet mm-hmm. about trying he, to get lions used to being around people. No, no, no. Okay, so that that's a different guy. Okay, the guy I'm talking about is he like works in conservation, mm. trying to like raise awareness. Uh, about lions and literally like like wrestles lions mm-hmm. and hangs out with them and mm-hmm. like they are his family mm-hmm. it's one of the most entertaining things ever. i don't doubt it i don't doubt it here's the problem with that point <laughs> we know how that story ends guys we know how these stories always end what year is this i'm not a better man what year is this 2017 I watch i don't know what i'm looking at 2017 by 2020 Okay, by 2020. Okay, this is not a good statement, so prepare yourself. <laughs> by 2020. Okay, somebody's gonna be a widow. This is not gonna end well. It always ends poorly. The circus always goes bad. Um, um, uh, magicians, it goes bad. <laughs> uh, uh, crocodile, big dog, it Dundee. goes bad. And now you're telling me there's a grown man somewhere wrestling lions? Yeah, they're like his like kids. Like he's like raising no, 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 them no, no, from no, very no, no, small. No, 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 Small. They are not his kids. Kid and cats. he is definitely not their father. <laughs> Let that be known right now. Is this the picture of this dude? Oh, is it the picture? This I saw is a- who I was thinking of. Is that who you... Dave Dave Salamone. I saw a picture of somebody who was take, who took Salamone? a selfie. I saw somebody take a selfie on Instagram with a lion. The lion's head was as big as an SUV, <laughs> like it was as big as an and his little itty bitty little white man head. It just was right beside the lion. I was like, dude, you are a fool. This is ridiculous. I want to show you after this. Look up Kevin Richardson. Look up Kevin okay. Richardson, guys. Kevin Richardson. Uh-huh. Put in Kevin Richardson GoPro. GoPro, okay. And like he's a GoPro athlete. Sure, sure. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Don't do that. Don't do that. Air quotes. But they're fascinating videos. I hear you. And then tweet Dan of when you think his uh, RIP date will be because it was not. You can't. You can't play with lions. You can't play that long with fire. How long has he been doing this? You can't do it. You cannot. Let's you see, can't swim with the, sharks let's see when forever. This, let's see when this first. Video. You can't swim with sharks forever. Am I right? Can you swim with sharks forever? No, at some point they're going to get hungry. <laughs> he first kind of started getting notoriety in 2013. 2013. So we're four years deep right now. Oh, brother, that ain't nothing. That ain't nothing. <laughs> Please don't call him. He gonna be. He gonna probably email us and be like, "Bro, don't you be telling these lions that I'm they my kids." You know whose fault it is, though. That is not. It's the Lion King's fault. For us being Why little, would you do this? that's a great Why movie. Why would you blame the Why Lion King? Because the Lion King was like, oh no no, some lions are cute and sing and only um, eat bugs. But there's no there's no adults in Lion King, and it's animated. I know it's animated, but our stupid kid brains just take that in and they're like, oh, this is what lions are like. Wait, so when you watch Peter Pan, you thought you could fly the second star to the right? Uh, no, I didn't have fairy dust, so no, I didn't think I could fly. Dan, I can't, I can't help this. But there's, there's no people in Lion King though. I'm still trying to wait on. No no, there's not people. But it makes lions seem seem cute, enjoyable, enjoyable. Okay, and they're like, "Oh, well, lions only mm-hmm. get upset if their uncle takes over their kingdom." Lions are nice. Other listen, than that, listen. They casually brought up in Lion King that they just eat antelope. They Wait. never show it. He's just like, "We eat the antelope, and then we die, and we become grass, and the antelope eats the grass." It's and they're a circle like, of life. I don't know. In a circle of life, that's for sure. I just know white people need more hobbies. That's all I do know. I just know you guys gotta. I mean, just jump off cliffs, man, and just you know, parasail, wear you know sandals, what I'm just throw frisbees, extreme cornhole. I don't know, man, but like, do something that ain't got nothing to do with dangerous pets. What's the most dangerous? What what's the most dangerous animal you would pet? The most dangerous animal I would pet. Is it is in a cage? Obviously, it's right? it's in a cage, and the people are telling you it's safe. Okay, it's a calm. I'm not I'm not sending you into like a rabbit. Gotcha, gotta get you. But yeah, you're at like a zoo. Like, oh, hey, okay. Do you want to pet this? Yeah. What, what's what's your limit? Uh oh, I was at a pet a uh, goat. <laughs> I was at a pet a couple months ago, yo. In the summertime, petted a goat. He did not look happy. <laughs> he was not pleased with me being in his place, nor the other fifty people who got in for free. So uh, it definitely was a goat. He probably could have killed two of us. What about you? What you put him to? Goat? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I feel like I pet most animals. You pet a tiger? If it's safe, and if it's a safe, see, stop right there. If it's got like a trainer next to it and stop. stuff, I'm not. <laughs> how many petting, trainers have died? Somebody you, Google how many trainers have died. In, in Thailand, there's a place that you can like go to, like, yeah. to lay down and yeah, take pictures. Are. That's very true. That is a factual statement. Now I'm not going anywhere near like the head. I mm-hmm. think that's. I'm not going near teeth. Uh-huh. But if it's laying there, you do and realize like, how quick it can turn. Yes, he does. I, I do because he made the statement. He, he made the statement. <laughs> I don't want to stand near the head, which moves. But, <laughs> but by the time you think you turn around and begin to run, that tiger is on your back, brother. I would. Uh, so my answer would be uh, killer whale. Killer whale. Killer whale. Yeah, I would. I'd be Bruh. okay dying if I could swim with killer Bruh. whale. Would you play the Michael Jackson song from oh, Free Will? Sure. Yeah. You know how high, orcas jump high out of that water, bro? They jump like I don't know, crazy feet. Yeah, they cleared a kid a and killer, a wall. Killer whale. Was that a real thing? I don't know why I was keep thinking that was fake. That it, was real. It, it is sad when you look back and watch that movie <laughs> because <laughs> that animation is so bad. Is it a whale going over? Like when you were a kid, you were like. That, yeah, it was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. I haven't seen it in a Now it looks <laughs> no, like it's clearly a toy little whale that they like. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little uh, invisible hand picking up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Matchbox whale. All right, let's keep it moving, man. Jumping into the NBA. 
Uh, rookie uh, Phoenix Suns forward Josh Jackson from KU um, was having a gotcha. conversation. You know what it is. And he said that, you know, players that he compared to the most and compared that he compared to the least. And he said that players that I compared least to probably Steph Curry. Just because, you know, he's known as a shooter. I'm not. He's small and athletic. Uh, and then I'll, I'll stop there because it small goes Small and unathletic. And it, yes, thank you. Small and unathletic. He's small and unathletic. I'm not. Uh, and so he goes on a tweet to kind of clarify. He's like, man, y'all make a story out of nothing. My definition of athletic is a guy who flies through the lane and plays above the rim. And y'all wonder why we don't like the media stop twisting people's words. <laughs> First time they get a chance to play is February 12th when they come to uh, visit them, the Warriors at home. Uh, a couple points about this, Josh Jackson. Um, so I'm always pro. I'm always pro confidence. I'm pro confidence. That's important to know in anything, whether you're a producer, a librarian, a model, you know what I'm saying, architect, comedian, whatever. I'm pro confidence. Um, I'm not. I'm. I'm anti arrogance. Okay, and I'm definitely anti uh, things you shouldn't be saying. Like that's just that's just uh, Josh Jackson uh, with this 2003 Afro should not. Oh, ladies man, Afro, you should not be talking about a two time champ, two time MVP. I'm not a big dude into like you know giving fuel to the fire. Steph Curry could care less about Josh Jackson. If you think he cares about Josh Jackson, you're silly. But it definitely don't help your lame sons, and it definitely ain't gonna help you, brother tonight up. Because men and women, but specifically men, we're talking about the NBA. We got pride, we got ego, and now I gotta show you a little bit of something. And you, you a scrawny 18, 19, 20, whatever your little dude, and you. I'm probably going to look unathletic to an extent. You weak. You ain't that strong. You ain't that big. You ain't that fast. You ain't got no shot really outside the range consistently. So what type of details are we giving on you? You think this makes sense? No. <laughs> it's so... It, it's it's dumb to use words like small. Small. Unathletic. Because he he he's, he's a shooter. I'm not. Curry's what? 6'3", six, 6'4"? There's just so many more words you could have used. Champ. Champ, you could have said, three, yeah, six, distributor. 6'3". Six, three. Six, three. Okay. So he's walking in here above everybody in here. Yes. <laughs> I also think it's funny for him to be like, get mad at the media for yeah. twisting <laughs> his words. When they literally just used his words. That's all it was. He said, you called him small and unathletic. He's like, yeah, but stop stop twisting my words. I didn't mean it in the neck. I mean it in, you know, in the usual way you compliment somebody by calling them small and unathletic. It's just dumb. Well, this is all I have to say about this. <laughs> Josh Jackson is it plays above the rim is an incredible athlete. But if he could shoot, we would have beat Oregon in the final and gotten to the final four this past year. Oh. And so he has no room to talk about anyone scoring points. Well, on top of that, unathletic is unathletic is such a wide word. It's a big word. So then he tried to go back and try to, you know, backtrack and be like, oh, it means going above the rim and yada, yada, yada. Well, that's only one aspect of basketball specifically. I mean, you think about Chris Paul. I mean, he ain't no dunker. You know what I'm saying? He ain't finna go through high flying. You know what I'm saying? Tony Parker. You know what I'm saying? Especially in his prime. He ain't no high flyer. These cats are athletic. The agility, the awareness, the coordination. You know what I'm saying? The power, the strength. So I just, I just find it funny when people just start talking and just saying silly stuff. 
when they have no business, especially rookies. I'm like, yo, rookies, go be confident. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to uh, folks who was like, yo, I'm trying to go get this MVP and rookie of the year. You know what I'm saying? I'm not upset at confidence, but he never was like, uh, LeBron is not a top five player. He was never like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> a Greek freak is not a top 10 player in the East. He was like, it's about me. How you gonna call them? <laughs> I just found it funny. I just found it funny. You know, because athletic is a thing that, that means a lot to me because I remember I got into this with a friend, a close friend, and, you know, she was like, you know, I've never thought of you as an athlete. And I feel like we talked about this like maybe a year ago about what we thought athlete meant because it means a lot of, it can mean a lot of different things. Uh, I think one on a kind of amateur recreational level where we, you know what I'm saying, where we are, if you want to play intramurals, if you want to play just something, you know, some type of co-league, adult league or whatever, grown men and women are athletic. Let's be very clear. You could be, uh, you could be a shift leader at Publix, Kroger, whatever, and this cat come out here, ball out of control. You know what I'm saying, running four five, four seven, big, strong dude, girl, crisscross, you know what I'm saying, cross you over, whatever. So athleticism does not start or end on a professional tier level. Uh, nor does it have an age range on it. So I just, oh, that was always been a thing. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I could still lace them up, go out there, you know what I'm saying? Boom, run with, you know, whether soccer, ultimate uh, ultimate frisbee, or even flag football. Those are the kind of things I still enjoy now as an adult. I'm like, yo, I can, let's let's go get it. You know what I'm saying? You still feel like you can hoop? You still out there jumping in Jays in, in the corner? I'm, I'm playing more like three-point line to three-point line. <laughs> <laughs> We're going zone defense. Zone D. I'm going to spot up in the corner. Okay. Think Mike Miller. Okay. I'll play I'll play Mike Miller basketball. Mike Miller got a – didn't he get a couple titles in Miami? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, There's a spot for that. The Mike Miller, are needed. Antoine Walker. Antoine Walker. Got you know, <laughs> guys like guys like that. That's it. I'm not mad at the athlete. What you what – you, on your, on your Tinder account, is that a new horn? You got two horns now? <laughs> that first one threw me off. I was like, "What is this?" Uh, on your on your Tinder account, are you putting athletic? No, no, <laughs> I'm not. Because there's also pictures of me, so I'm not just setting myself up for that. I, I'm not even fitting that question because they have like this this, this pull down screen. You know what I'm saying? Just not not even just on on Tinder, but just on anything with an actual body type. Average, athletic, tall, slim. Tone. Yeah. Uh, well, I saw a lot of it was. <laughs> the bigger ones always have kitty gloves. It's always like more to love, larger than life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It always get real Cuddly. sweet. I'm just like, come on. Moms love them. <laughs> what? Safe. Pot roast. <laughs> what? Did you say stuff crust? <laughs> a healthy eater. It's ridiculous. Good taste in food. <laughs> Enjoys the sweeter things in life. <laughs> There's a lot of those. Dan, how athletic do you feel now? Now that you're officially like a dad and uh, stuff. Uh, I will say, uh, if you asked me three years ago, I was fat uh, and unathletic as okay, I've ever okay, been in my life. Okay. But then I had someone love me enough to be like... Come on now. Who knew me in like when I was in college mm -hmm. and I balled often, mm -hmm. rock climbed every single day, worked at a rock climbing gym. And he was like, man, you uh, haven't had a lot of time to work on things recently, have you? <laughs> It's like, no, I've been running a business for the last five years, but thanks. But then I lost 15 pounds. So today I probably feel like the most in shape mm. that I've ever felt since college. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Athletic dad. That's it, son. That's <laughs> a game, babe. That's it.
Next topic. I tried to get Nate to go to the gym with me when he lived with me. He, ah, he never took me up on it. Yeah, that didn't you. happen. That didn't happen. You know, y'all just lifted. So so busy and oh, stuff. Boy, just you know? busy. Just you know, I get it. Just busy because I had that I had that thing that was that happening thing over and there. Then, uh, I just there. I could, I tried to move stuff around too much. Next too much to next do. topic. <laughs> we, you know, we got a lot of topics. Speaking of busy, <laughs> Clay Thompson has made it very clear that to stay with the Golden State Warriors, he is willing to uh, take a pay cut. He said, if it's a few million, <laughs> that's, that's just such a crazy statement altogether. Like I'll take a pay cut if it's a few million, uh, it's a blessing. Whatever contract I sign, I would definitely consider it. Cause I don't want to lose anybody. Um, so, <laughs> I think this is very easy to say when you don't have another contract in front of you. I don't know what I don't. Uh, I think Dan, if you can look up just what his his current contract is. Yeah, seventeen million a year. Okay, and how many does it say? How many years he has left on it? He has one year left <coughs> after. Uh, he he has two seasons left. This one and the next one. Okay, so it's safe to say other teams will pay him more. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so it's very easy to say now. No, I'll take a pay cut to stay in the Warriors. But if you look around and all of a sudden you've got three rings, and you have a team willing to pay you, put you in probably the top three paid players in the league, that looks a lot different. Your legacy with Golden State is sealed, and you're going to be number three, number four anyway. I don't know. I, I just, I don't, maybe I'm, I don't believe him. That's mm-hmm. kind of my whole point. I don't believe him. I'm sure he thinks that now. You don't believe him that he would take a pay cut? Or you I don't take believe a him that he would take a pay cut. No. Really? Durant took one. Yeah, he just took He took one. a significant one. Durant did. Durant, I think... Has been in the league longer, had already switched teams, and was kind of just like, look, I'm just after rings. For the near future, I'm just after rings. And Durant now has one. Clay is going to have, what does he have, two now? Or does he have three now? Yeah, two. He's got yeah. two. Mm-hmm. They have a very good chance of winning this year. Mm-hmm. So you're going into free agency with three rings, being the third or fourth best guy on your team, and other teams are going to come to you with these massive offers, with these endorsements. I just think it's very easy to say, I'll take a pay cut now mm-hmm. with nothing really in front of you. This kind of talked about a little bit of what we talked about last week. And David was kind of sharing his point about, you know, money. We were talking about legacy and this, that, and the other. Uh, I think, I mean, I believe him in the aspect of, you know, he said he wouldn't take a pay cut as big as Durant, which was like nine or close to 10 million. Um, because he said Durant makes a lot much more than me off the court, which is very true. So you could say, yo, yeah, I'll take nine less here because I know I'm going to get 50, 75, 100, whatever. I think KD's with uh, Nike as well, right? So he's got that. He's mm-hmm. got other things as well. Clay doesn't have nearly as many. I think he's weighed with chocolate milk, and then he's over big in Asia, <laughs> uh, which I haven't seen a grown man walk outside with chocolate milk in his hand in a good while. So I don't know. I don't know if he's got other sponsors and, and endorsements kind of on the low that I, I personally don't see. But I think, again, it goes back to an element of the player when you're talking about what do I want my career to be about. Now, two rings is good. Now, he's 27. So let's say he stays with them for two more years. He's 29, right? And if he stays healthy and he's a shooter and he's athletic, he plays both ways, he's still got a few more years in his prime. That window, you know, hopefully if he's healthy, can stretch for a good bit. I just, if the if the, if the pay is close enough, there's no way he's leaving. I don't think... Anybody out of those big four are leaving if the pay stays fairly similar. Why would I go to a team and have to beat my Warriors just to get potentially 
three to five extra million a year. Sure, that adds up to nine to 15 million. I hear that. But again, with wins comes more money as well. So I think it's very possible. That number will have to be so crazy different, which I don't think many teams, to be fair, would probably pay Clay. That's another element. I don't know. People play players. That's what we know. We know from Harrison Barnes. We know from right. They will pay players. But I'm just what I'm saying is he's not a max contract player, right? He's not a max contract player. Um, so that contract is probably going to be potentially closer than not be. You know what I'm saying? It won't be astronomically different. So then it's like, yo, do you want to keep winning and still make a lot of money? Or do I want to give you, you know, four extra million for the next three years, five extra million for the next three, four years, and then you come in third in the West or second in the East? When those numbers are that close, winning still trumps for me. I totally agree. And I totally agree. Like, it all, like, it's your quality of life, too. Like, he, if when you're winning, you walk in that locker room every single day, like, loving your life, mm. and you're making $17 million every year to do so. Or you could move to Atlanta and have a front office that is Atlanta terrible. would love Clay. Atlanta would, would love Clay. And he'd be the perfect, he would be the perfect Man, player. I think shooter. he would be someone that Atlanta would potentially give a max contract sure, sure, to. Sure, sure, yeah. Um, and he would come here and hate his life. He would, you, he would lose consistently. He would be working with people that aren't nearly as good as the team he has. So I think if you think about your quality of life on top of the, the money you're making, that's a no-brainer. Go ahead. The only thing that I would argue is that the legacy, for the most part, is set. What it, set? Legacy is never set. Two rings. That's potentially a third out of, what, five trips to the finals. What does set mean, though, Nate? Set means that you're not, you're not going to be considered a bum. To, to me, he's going to go down as one of the better players in his era. Not only that, it's just, I think when you talk about these guys are like, do you want money or do you want legacy? Most of them have zero rings. When they talk about which way they want to go. Durant, when he was talking money or legacy, you're, you're he went with money a like ring. It's like he doesn't have money. The dude has made $17 million a year and he'll make that contract, if not more, going forward. The, he's making. He's smart with his money. If he or if he is smart with his money, he's worth thirty million dollars today. I'm not saying that's not a lot of money. I'm saying he's going to get. I, I just think it's very easy for him to say now. Yes, I'll take a pay cut. Then all of a sudden the off season comes. Other teams are offering him max contracts. Offering him, you're going to be the guy here. So to be clear, you think because you're saying you don't, you you don't think he's telling the truth. You think he would. And this is any player. He would take, and many players have done it as well. Um, on the Warriors, though, specifically, because we got to know what they are in their prime, all healthy, unstoppable Warriors. He would potentially take, again, maybe maybe five to seven millions extra, maybe ten. T- I don't even know if it's going to give him ten extra million that the Warriors aren't going to give him per year as well. Uh, but what I'm saying is you think he would take that to go to a team where he could be the face but then lose consistently. Yes, I think I think it's much easier to make that decision when you have rings already. Why would you go to a losing team to make more money? <laughs> Got it. I, so you're, you're so you're, you're the money is number one for you. I I, th- I think it's easy to say the money's not when it's not actually looking at you. I think that's what I'm, I'm not saying that he's lying now. That's what you said. You I'm said saying it two minutes ago. I, I, <laughs> should, right. <laughs> I shouldn't have used the word lie. Sure. I think it's very easy to say now. Mm-hmm. 
I think it's going to sway him at the end of the year when mm. he enters free agency mm. and Golden State says, hey, you can come back for 11 million. Mm. And then somebody like, what's the number? Yeah, well, that's the question I want to know. What's the number? So he's, he's at 15 million. He's 17.8. Right, 17.8. Let's say Golden State says, hey, we'll, we'll resign you for 12. Uh huh. And then somebody like, all right, so Dallas gave Harrison Barnes 25 million. Uh huh. Uh, maybe the Clippers, uh-huh. who are going to have a lot of room. Uh-huh. They're paying DeAndre Jordan $21 million a year. Mm-hmm. You're telling me they're not going to pay somebody like Clay Thompson 25 to 30 mm-hmm. And they're telling hey, you can be top three paid players in the league. Mm-hmm. We, we've got connections with these. What if Portland tells them, hey, you're right next to Adidas. We can help you out with a shoe deal. We can make you as the number one, number two guy on your team. You'll be the face of the franchise. Places like that. I just think that's very easy to say you would turn down now mm-hmm. without it being a serious reality. I didn't say it would have been easy. I hear what you're saying. And I'm not saying they, uh, I'm also saying, I'm not saying they're going to go from 18 to 12. They might bump it up, but it might not be as high as he might think it wants to be as well. So let's say he able he's able to get 30, right? And let's say I will give you 25, we'll give you 24, right? So I'll give you 24 and Portland's giving you 30. Yes, that's that, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Twelve and thirty is a whole different conversation. But if I say if we say Clay could potentially get he'd be twenty nine if he could potentially get thirty a mm-hmm. year, right? Which seems crazy, but then again, each year money keeps LeBron's getting crazy. Thirty one, I think. Right. Uh, so let's say he 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 can get thirty. If the Warriors are giving you twenty four and somebody's giving you extra thirty, I mean, I hear that extra eighteen million. I hear it. I hear it. I don't have eighteen million. You know. I just, I just know, even on this small amateur level, how losing and lifestyle and enjoy your life and winning, all that, plus winning adds to more money as well. I just, it just always, it just adds an extra layer. If you're not talking astronomical difference, I'm going with the winning side. But I hear what you're saying. My prediction would be mm-hmm. if they win this year, if they win again, uh huh. He's gone. You think he's gone? If they lose, he comes back, try to get another ring. Try to get another ring. With his buddies. Go be the face of a team, get get the max contract. But if, you, if he went, I mean, three rings, that that's sort of, I feel like that almost is like ABC based on me mm-hmm. in arguments. I never heard that. I don't know what is, that means. You, ABC based on me? Don't know what that you, is. Well, nope. Don't look at me because I'm white. <laughs> that's just, that, my white friend. Bail me out, Johnny. Bail me out. That feels like it happens a lot, though. When Damon says, I don't know what you're talking about, and you're like, uh, I kind of do. When you're, like, ABC when you're playing like tag or uh-huh. hide and go seek, uh-huh. and you say steps are the base, uh-huh. and, and you touch and you go, ABC based on me. And that's just, They're and then you can, then you can walk around. ABC base on me. ABC base on me. So you don't have to stay at the base. So you you're go now pee. the base. You're not the base, but you, you've, you've touched base. So you're safe. That's lame cop out, bro. <laughs> so like, if you have to pee or something and you don't want to get t- just aren't fast and going to get tagged. I mean, sometimes <laughs> ABC based on me, you go ABC based on me and then you can go, you can go pee or that's get a like, snack. That's like, that's like time out, time out, time out. It's not time out. No, no, you I'm can't. Hold on. Somebody hit pause before you duck. Don't do cake. You can't say it if you're not touching the base. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So you have to be at the base. You have to be at the base and then you go ABC based on me and then you can leave. So why don't you just be at the base and just chill for a second? What if you got to go somewhere else? That's what I'm saying. If you touch You're base, tag, you sound like you have so much to do with your life. I'm saying you sound like an injured gazelle, bro. <laughs> what? No, 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 no. <laughs> it was better me. Well, guys, they probably thought you had a weak bladder growing up, bro. Like a, li- a lion's coming out to the gazelle. No, hey, see base on me. You have to touch the base. You can't just claim Nate it. Nate said. Nate said. Whenever that that wasn't a thing. Uh, did you ever play hide and go get it? 
No. All right, moving on. Then let's keep it going. All <laughs> we right. talked about that. <laughs> if you could, if you could describe that game briefly, Damon, what would you say? Your, hide your, and your go get it. to this show, man. We gotta keep it moving. Lavar Ball, <laughs> top of him before. Uh, he's taking his son out, Lamelo, out of uh, Chino Hills High School. Says he's gonna homeschool him to make him the best <laughs> basketball player ever. Those are direct words from your boy Lavar Ball, David Perdue. A uh, couple things to know about Lamelo. Lamelo is the third ball boy of. Lavar's kids. There's the unknown middle child. Uh, what is his name? Is it Angelo? I feel like it's Angelo. But there's a middle kid. Well, I think it's Angelo. La Angelo, right? Something like that. We don't we'll know. We'll call him that. Well, that's how little they talk about him, right? I think he's a senior. I think he's also committed to UCLA. I'm he's, saying I think, just to be all clear. And he's, he, saying, he's going to UCLA. Going to UCLA, also a senior, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody's talking about him. That's what I want to I want to talk about Angelo. Angelo, I'm talking to you right now. I don't even know that's your real name. Uh, Dan, look this up before I talk five minutes about a different person. Um, hey, we hear your cries, bro. We hear your cries. We want you to know you're safe here at 4th and 10 uh, because nobody is talking about you. Your, your youngest got a shoe. Your oldest brother uh, is in the pros now. He made it. He's got a shoe. You know what I'm saying? He got a rap, rap song out, and he's doing he's doing well. He's the new face of the Lakers. Magic Johnson's running the squad. You know, but you, middle child, Lamel, LaAngelo, Lalo, what's his name, Dan? You still- LaAngelo. Huh? LaAngelo. LaAngelo, LaAngelo, right? Yeah. We hear you, because nobody's talking about you. you you probably land in the bed right now on your pillow, tears on your face. Don't want nobody to hear your cries. <laughs> we hear you, okay? Nobody's talking about you, and I want you to know that we hear you. I'm not even going to worry about the other part of the story. No, no, no. Just or he's he, completely fine because he's mm-hmm. the one that's flying under the he's radar. Not, he's not fine. He's not. He's not fine, and this is why he's not fine because he knows he's not that good. That's why he's going under the radar. He's a senior who's nobody, who nobody's talking about, who doesn't have a shoe, and he was at homeschool, and nobody is talking about him. He is not fine. He is not doing great. Do not be deceived. <laughs> I I I just think it should be a rule to not homeschool your kids. Okay, you're anti home. You're anti homeschool overall. I am anti homeschool overall. Really? Yes. Why is that? Uh, because it sets you back 10 years socially. So you think so? Yes, I think so. Who's the coolest homeschool you've ever met? I don't know too Tim many homeschool Tebow. people though. Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow is the coolest that's homeschool. Cool guy. That's a cool guy that dude, sounds like a Chick-fil-A manager anytime he's on TV. Who that's a pretty good career. Dates supermodels. Well, he, I'm not saying him. that it homeschooling has affected his athleticism mm-hmm. or his success in college. It's affected his what? Socially. How so? If you see him on TV, he's a goober. He's just a little giant homeschool kid. You can tell he's homeschooled. So let me be clear, because I haven't met too many homeschool kids. Uh, <laughs> I've so met I too know, many of them. I, I know a ton of goobers, and I'm pretty confident they're not from homeschool. No, t- it, it just, it, it's uh-huh. probably, it gives you, I'm sure it gives you a fine education uh-huh. in most senses. Sure. But when you hide your kids mm-hmm. inside of a home mm-hmm. for years. See, I think that aspect right there, sure. I think home that aspect of homeschooling, in my opinion, is done incorrectly. Because you're able to homeschool and still have your kids out and about. Now, I can't speak for any of my experience because I was homeschooling kids. But I know when we began to think through having kids and potentially homeschooling, we looked at how much you can be involved uh, in extracurricular activities, sports, you know, music, this, that, and the other 
outside of the, when you were homeschooled for the few years you were, did you have any of that? Did you play sports for schools and things like that? No, but it was all with other homeschoolers. Oh, see. so that's your whole see. social group. We were literally our, we were in the rec league mm. and we're the hall County home educators. Ah, I see, you I see. you act like the school you went to had gave you so much social prowess. It, it would have given me more. Mm-hmm. You graduated with like 20 people. Yeah, but that I wasn't related to any of them. So mm-hmm. it was an upgrade. <laughs> Listen, I mean, you know, there's two sides to every coin. I mean, public school ain't that much better as well. There's a lot of I'm not, I'm not saying public school is better, but public school at least puts you around people that are different than you. Fact. That's also you. When, anytime you homeschool, and I'm not saying this happens all the time in mm-hmm. my personal experience, mm-hmm. you get put in a bubble, mm-hmm. and then you go around and mm-hmm. hang out with other kids sure. that are in a very similar bubble. And you walk around and then moms are like making matching clothes for the girl and mm. their American girl dolls. Mm. And everybody talks in this weird high pitched voice and all the moms wear hiked up jeans oh boy. and, and they yell at you and it's weird. And you don't, you can't celebrate Halloween cause it's of the devil. You can't read Harry <laughs> Potter books uh, cause they might teach you witchcraft. Mm. You can't do any of that stuff. It's, it's just, it's, it's insane to me. Homeschooling is weird. It You're creates. Not suggesting that this is the homeschooling that Lamelo is going to receive, though, right? I don't know if it is or not. Uh, I think we can answer that question. I'm saying that. <laughs> I think we can answer that question. He's going to play basketball twelve hours a day, probably. But when I hear homeschool, mm-hmm. I think of about five things: See? homemade think... clothes, uh-huh. Covenant College. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and just bad taste in media, mm. terrible taste in TV mm. and movies. I'm talking like Adventures and Odyssey, way mm. too old. See, when I hear homeschool, I'm excited. Yeah, but this is because I haven't been in it, and I just I, I see a view of so much more that you can see. I guess as a teacher, then as a parent, I see an aspect where there's so much more you can tap into because you've got more time. And so now I've got more opportunity to discover and explore because I don't have to work at a pacing guy. Like if I'm a if I'm teaching my kids, I want to go homeschool. First off, we all we're all in pajamas, which is already a win right here all day. Uh, but then two, like we're able to now go out. We could be out every day exploring and doing it more hands on, being able to do more projects, more activities. So I I I think that has definitely been the traditional primary way growing up with it. But now in 2017, from what I've heard from a few people and from how I would try to implement it, I think homeschool could be greatly beneficial uh, for many reasons. Again, going back one to how extracurricular activities can continue to be now more so in, in you know, in 2017 and on, uh, be more tangible to people in the schools, as well as just the, the freedom to kind of create. I mean, if we're talking about money or time, we can go out and do and go to the, you know, and just boom, it's right here. Then a worksheet, textbook, teacher, lecture, small group setting, which are great as well. You know what I'm saying? So I think I hear what you're saying for sure. I definitely hear what you're saying. Nobody should be believing in witches though. That's a point. One point for Charlotte there. Uh, but oh, no, we but, were, we were edgy homeschoolers. Oh, you were edgy. We were edgy. We were read harry potter and we went trick-or-treating until middle school yeah we were okay rogue rogue just running those owens kids i just i do feel like y'all that were like in straw hats in a barn somewhere uh you know eating barley so i do i do what you're saying i I have more miss i think there's uh, a lot of truth but then there's also probably some misconceptions about uh homeschooling as well though we'll see which is weird then you go to homeschool yeah i know that's five years away from a conversation but uh no it's a, already shut it down nah no. nah neither one of us wants to homeschool public school is, is a great thing 
Sick guys. Big believer in public school. Big believer in public school. Let's talk about profanity and girls' booties all day. That's what you do in public school. I mean, <laughs> probably. Hey, I'm not going to defend see? public school. See? You see? This is why you need to be in your house locked in. Sheltered. You know how I learned cuss Sheltered. words? Is people tricked me into saying them. Who, who That's how I them? learned cuss words. They'd say, hey, Nathan, say itch, but with a B in front of it. And you would say that? And I would say it, not having any idea. Because my parents good. aren't cussing in front of me. That's not good. They didn't let us say crap or shut up. We just have to say upshut to each Ooh, other. Ooh, upshut. <laughs> and that was like, that was like big. It was like, we said upshut. But I told you we used to have to say jiving instead of lying. Did I tell y'all that, bro? <laughs> we had to go back to 76 instead of say, we could not say lying around my mom. She was like, you better not say that. You could say, tell a story. You could say fib. <laughs> she brought fib back, bro. <laughs> or you could say jiving. I said, if we watch Good Times one more time, mom, I'm going to lose my cool. I can't be in high school calling people you jive turkey. It was ridiculous, yo. I get it, though. I get it for sure. That's Next topic. <laughs> Let's talk about Michael Beasley. Beasley. That's a name from from the past. Anyway, he's in New York now. Yeah. And and he says he's a changed man. NBA player. NBA player. His past is is really full of you know marijuana charges, stuff like that. Heavy. Always felt as an underwhelming player in New York. He's treating it like a fresh, a fresh start of sorts with him and Porzingis. Mel, uh, Mello's gone. So it's just, I think it's a good time for a fresh start. My thing is. He's still kind of crazy. I don't know if you saw <laughs> somebody tweeted uh, the interview that he had with, uh, I think, a New York show to us where he said uh, people use 10 percent of their brains. He goes, except the guy who said that you use 10 percent of your brains. He used 11 percent of his brain. And that's how he knew everybody else used 10 percent. Somebody tweet th- tweeted this at us, right? Yes. OK. <laughs> it was it was great. It's one of my favorite interviews I've ever seen. Uh, because the interviewer, I hate that I don't know names. The the professional woman interviewing him didn't let it slide. She was like, no, that's not how it works. And he's like, hmm, I don't know. I don't think you're a brain expert. And it's just, it's weird. So, A, what do you think of a fresh start at probably 30, I would assume, is what Beasley's at? Fresh start at 30, new team, <laughs> probably using 11% of his brain now. Are you guys excited to see this New York reboot? <laughs> Michael Beasley, Michael Beasley. I watched like 30 seconds of that video. I had to turn it off, bro. I just couldn't do. I think that reporter was sad. I think they were all just like, cut. Can we just go to commercial? So coming out of Kansas State, I think he was the number two pick. I always forget those back-to-back years. I forget if it went. It was the four that were. It was Derrick Rose, Beasley, Odin, and Durant. And I always get them confused on which years who went one, who went two, because it was back to back two. So I, forget, I think Durant went, and then I think it went Durant, Beasley. I think, but it could be Rose, Beasley. I don't know. Anyway, no, nobody's excited about this reboot. I'm excited for him personally. He's got a family. He's got a home in Atlanta. Um, you know, married. You know, getting situated, maturing. So I'm I'm pro that as a young man, specifically a young black man. You know. Shout out, shout out to Mike for holding that down. But nobody, <laughs> and I do mean nobody, uh, not in New York, not in Atlanta, not in Kansas State, uh, is excited about Mike Beasley uh, in the New York Knicks. The best thing about him that he said recently was that, uh, you know, that he's as good as basically Durant and LeBron. He was like, <laughs> it's mostly perception, right? Because he had a lot of criminal issues back in the day when he was a young dude. As far as talent-wise, I match up with Durant and LeBron. I match up with the best guys in the world. I'm not being cocky. It's just always how I felt. But I got into trouble as soon as I got in the NBA and left a bad taste in people's mouths. 
Uh, when he came out, he was averaging 19 points first year, played 32 minutes a game, and then, you know, it went downhill after that. But I think the thing, again, I'm not anti-confidence. I'm pro-confidence, right? I'm pro-confidence. So I'm not mad at his confidence, but again, you just also got to be realistic. Yeah, I'm right? anti-dumb. <laughs> you calling this a dumb thing? I'm calling him dumb. <laughs> um, because anyone that sits across from somebody else and argues with them for what was like four minutes trying to convince her that like only he had the keys to understand that there was that a brain could use 11% uh, or that there was somebody who used 11% of their brain and, and we all used him. It was the most confusing thing ever. It was so, it was so tough to see. And, and it was just so clear that he is perma-high. Um, <laughs> who's the flat earther? Um, Kyrie. Is Kyrie the flat earther? Kyrie Irving's a flat earther. And then B.O.B. Uh, is a flat earther, I think, pretty Amazing. hardcore. I think all of them hang out often. Mm. It's not a good look, yo. It's not a good look for sure. No. Not a good look, bro. <laughs> it's it's not. It. <laughs> and he's going to learn a playbook? He's not even the best player on his team. No. How you oh. going to talk about Durant and LeBron? See, we just got to be the realistic, people. We got realistic. I can't walk around and be like, I'm 5'11". I just... I have to understand <laughs> my limitations and we'll be re- the lot is in your hand. You got to work with your lot. That's so, all I'm saying. I work guess I would ask, ask you guys, sure. where does confidence become a delusion? So for me, uh, I think when I go um, outside of myself, I, that, that's when it begins to fade. So again, when he, when again, I go back to, um, my boy, rookie and point guard for the Sixers, he was like, yo, I want to go out and win the MVP. That's on me and my ability of trying to attain a goal. I ain't mad at that. Each time, there's an element of when you begin to jump outside. Steph Curry, not athletic. I'm good as LeBron. I jump to the right and I grab extra stuff. Then you start getting delusional when you start really doing a lot of comparison piece. But if I'm comic, I'm going to say, yo, uh, I'm the best comic on this lineup or I'm finna bury whoever's coming after me. Yeah. I'm talking about my personal ability. That's confidence. You start getting delusional when you be like, hey, yo, Chappelle don't want to follow me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why you bring Chappelle into this, brother? What are you? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's, that's delusional right now in 2017. You know what I'm saying? So that for me, when I keep it right here internal on my ability, uh, and I'm confident in that, you know, I gotta, I, I feel like that's where it stays for me. What do you think for yourself? I don't know, we, to we be don't. completely honest. I mean, it's a, I think it's a fine line for sure. We're, we're still figuring that. I feel like we talk about it a lot on yeah. the road, especially. Yeah, yeah, It's a fine where, line. Where it's like you want to have this confidence of, you know what? I can make anybody laugh mm-hmm. anywhere sure. at any time. Yeah. And you got to have that confidence. You you do have to have the confidence. Yeah. And I don't think you should ever, like, you should never line up across a peer mm-hmm. um, or an opponent right. and think, man, they've got me. Yeah. They've got, I, really, he doesn't have a chance to beat LeBron. But you can't go into a game thinking that so to me i really don't know where the line is mm-hmm. but I, I just think you know it when you see it baby sure. it just sure. says that he has no one that loves him around him. <laughs> oh no no one no one was like dude dude, dude. <laughs> bro you're, you're not as good as lebron no like and and you're and you're not gonna go nowhere fast because when lebron sees you and you and he knows that you just piped off he's gonna bury you like he's putting a he's putting a target. This is he he's being Lamar Ball right now, uh, by putting a target on his back. Yeah. Don't be the loud guy unless you can back it up. And I think the hard part is Lavar Le- Ball. That's the dad, right? Yeah, Lavar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, this is gonna work out because for a time he's gonna have a platform for a time until his son comes in, 
and either tanks or I don't think there's another option. His son's going to tank <laughs> as the the face of the Lakers. Like it's just not going to work out. He's going to crumble. And then all of this will so you don't want to put a a, a target on your back cuz people are going to come for you. Target's on the back, guys. Don't do it to yourself. Don't Josh, do it. Mike, don't do it, guys. Just let your talk. Let your talk. I mean, let your let your actions totally do all the talking, big totally. dog. Yeah. That's it. Let's keep it moving here. Jumping into some uh some exciting information potentially if you're a fan of for the NBA All Star Game coming up. They, well, sure so. The NBA no all one ever <laughs> until now. Yeah, boom. The NBA <laughs> has been crazy these last what thirty days. Like it's been talk NBA, and these cats are just warming up their laces. You know what I'm saying? Trades this, that, and the other. So they keep coming out with more information about how. They're going to have a new all-star game format. They're getting rid of the East versus the West because we know the West player-wise specifically is outlandishly heavy than the East when we talk all-stars. That's one. Two, they're getting rid of the East versus West. They're going kind of this classic pickup playground rules where there's going to be two captains going to pick, uh, you know, kind of go back and forth, back and forth, picking starters and reserves, and then they're going to play, they're going to play it out right there. So Chris Paul, the NBPA, you know, uh, captain was excited about this and ready for the challenge. I, I'm intrigued to see it definitely for year one. Uh, one, because again, the East and the West is so lopsided player wise, specifically, uh, as well as, most of these guys, the rivalry is when they're in their real jersey. You know what I'm saying? When they're in their real team, real city with real stuff on the line. These are boys. They played each other's camp and fundraisers and work out together. I mean, they've been all over, you know, social media of balling together all summer anyway. So I think it is only going to help because, you know, there's nothing really on the line, nor really should there be anything on the line as well. So I'm excited to see it happen. So here's what I'm excited about. Guys could care less about conference. Guys will play for their ego. For sure. If you're in the bottom five getting picked, that's not fun nope. at all. Because it's going to happen. Somebody's going to be, uh, all the, last will be the last pick. picked. Draymond Green still knows the people that went ahead of him in the draft. Still, all of them. And if you imagine somebody like Draymond or Damian Lillard getting mm-hmm. picked last, who, these guys who already have a chip on the shoulder, all of them. they're going to come out and play. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I, I think it's going to make it better. I think it's going to make it more entertaining. I think it's going to make better matchups. Mm-hmm. And what I love, it gets fan voting yeah, yeah. out of it because mm. fans are yeah. idiots. Yeah, you've talked about that before. So I, want, I wanted to do this real quick right here. I want us to pick our starting files back and forth playoffs, play, playground style here. Okay. I want us to kind of go back and forth and do it here. Uh, we don't have to go positions. I mean, because positions really mean little in the NBA anymore anyway. Yeah. So we're just going to pick 10 players. We're going to go back and forth. Dan, you're picking up one through 10 in your head. And then whoever gets the closest, we'll, we'll go back and forth and we'll see cool. what this can kind of look like. All right. You got a number? Yep. All right. Nate, choose a number. Seven. Uh, two. It was eight. It was, it was eight. eight. Okay. Here we go. Right. What you got? Uh, I'm taking LeBron. <laughs> That's not an upset. Durant. All right. There we go. Uh, I'll take Curry. Curry. Okay. All right, we're playing all-star ball. A Curry uh, LeBron, that would be. Ooh, see, look at that. That was I didn't even think put those connections right there quick yeah. together. Uh, okay, you said you went LeBron and you went Curry. I got Durant. Let me run with uh, I need somebody to Let me go Westbrook. This is all-star play. Okay, I'm going Harden. Cool, cool. No D. I'm not mad at that. With the jumper. Uh, let me go. You know what? Let me go, my man Anthony Davis. Big shoot defender, athletic. You ain't stopping Anthony Davis. Kawhi. Uh, Kawhi. 
get the quad out of here, man. Quad ain't trying to play no ball. All star. Uh, oof, okay. Where am I? At? East, west. Let me go. You got quad, LeBron, Harden, and Curry. Got the back card. Let me go. Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, Westbrook. Let me go. Um. Uh, what I, who does it say? Let me go. Who's my who's a shooting guard? <laughs> I'm trying to, I was trying to think of a shooting guard in the NBA. This is I need to look at teams now. I just kind of went. <laughs> I just went to. Oh, let me go. Uh, Greek feet. Greek freak. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Brother, we, what are we six eleven and above, bro? We're gonna smash, yo. Let's <laughs> smash, yo. Go ahead. I'm going Porzingis for my for, for Porz- my fifth. We just you want somebody tall? You just yeah. Went. So I'm going. I'm going Curry. This Harden. is just in position. Sure, sure, sure. Curry, Harden, Harden. Kawhi, uh-huh. LeBron, uh-huh. Porzingis. Sure, sure, sure. Porzingis is what eighty eight pounds, bro. That's fine. <laughs> We're just running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's say I had Davis, Greek Freak, Durant. I've got who's back there? I got Westbrook. Who else I want back there with Westbrook? I need a shooter. Let me get another shooter. Who else shooting the ball? Damn, I really kinda think of these all stars right now in my head. Let me go, um You know what? I'm not gonna go shoot. I'm just gonna go handles. I'm gonna go I don't think he's, you know, probably the second best, but I'm gonna go I'm gonna go uh I'm gonna go Kyrie. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go Kyrie. I'm going to go Kyrie Westbrook with Durant on the same seat. Westbrook and and Durant are back on the same team. Back See, on he, the same it team. It gets very interesting when you run it. And now, now that was interesting to we've do. got Damian Lillard's got a chip on his shoulder. Clay's got a chip on his shoulder. <laughs> for sure. Isaiah Who, Thomas. A lot of people left off, for sure. Tons of people. Starters. We, <laughs> we left off like the almost the entire Eastern Conference. <laughs> Well, we could. Well, no, we got all three of the big dogs: Greek Freak, LeBron, <laughs> and Kyrie. Those are the big dogs. That's it. Paul George is gone. Jimmy Butler's gone. Yeah. Who else is in the East outside of that? Isaiah Thomas. He's not healthy. No. Right? So Dan, who wins in that matchup? Uh, you do. Yeah. Nah. Nah, bro. Because Porzingis is getting smashed immediately. No, he's not. And Harden's not playing any D. And no one's playing any D. Oh no, yeah. no, no, no. It's not. Matter. Oh no, fourth quarter. Everybody plays D in fourth quarter. So you're not going to the lane on my six foot eleven three players. I'm winning by fifteen. Nah, easy. But what are you? Who's stopping Greek Freak Anthony Davis and Durant besides LeBron? Who's guarding? Nobody can guard. Nobody All my guys are fast. All my guys can score. (laughs) Guys, let us know who you're winning. Porzingis is pulling your rim defender out. Stop. Porzingis is not wrong. Y'all are both wrong. This is this is gonna (laughs) be this is good. This this is is gonna be fun. The you know the NFL does this. Does what? Does, does, oh, the, the, does the pickup game? Yeah, but it's not—it's not the same. Because black playground basketball pickup style is a very much. Different. I have—I have ever. I have never uh, played pickup football with eleven other strangers. I have played pickup basketball numerous times with nine other strangers. So I hear what you're saying with the play. You're right because the Pro Bowl has. Um, and the Pro Bowl also has a bad, bad uh, reputation right now. They got to definitely change up a couple things, but also you're not taking a left guard first in the Pro Bowl. Touche. Basketball, anybody you could take that's anybody true. at any point. I don't want to. I don't want to mess around with tackles. No, that's I, true. I don't disagree with that. Uh-huh. But I'm saying no one's gonna watch. No one cares. This will about be, the playground basketball. Yeah. Oh no. And that's they're silly. still not gonna play. They're not gonna play any harder because they you, always play fourth quarter, baby. What are you talking about? You no, know, they score and they 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 lollygag up and down the court. It's boring. You're not a fan basketball. of all star games? Is that what you're no, saying? no, uh, it is. They no, might not, not play hard. <laughs> you know, how look at those Raiders, Dan Duncan. Yeah, they're terrible. <laughs> no, no, no. Yes. <laughs> that slam dunk competition. That's different. That's a hundred percent different. Slam dunk. That, yeah. no, I, think, I think you're just talking All Star Weekend. Dan's talking just. I'm talking about specifically the game. The oh, game. the game gets all the attention. 
No, it doesn't. Yeah, I think the, the game is one of the lower parts of the yes. weekend. Mm-hmm. That's Guaranteed. Saturday, as I, I think, is what gets all the eyeballs. No, no. You got to look at that again, guys. Look at that again. Pull those up. Pull them up and you come back by the end of the topic and let us know what you think here. Next topic. Well, let us also bit. know who won. Um, that was you had. Go ahead. Give me your five real quick one more time. Uh, Curry, Curry, Harden, Curry, Kawhi, Kawhi, LeBron, Kawhi, LeBron Porzingis. And then I had uh, Westbrook, Kyrie, Durant, Greek Freak, and Anthony Davis there. Yeah, that's not. But Porzingis is ninety six pounds. Your team is all knees and elbows. That's all. <laughs> Bruh, and, and we can that's shoot all, and jump. That's all they are. Black. Who's guarding your rim, Porzingis? All right, we'll talk about that. Let that man know he lost guys and move you, over here. You Let saw what, what Curry about. did to Kyrie in Curry, the finals. What did, What did he do? Scored a lot. Yeah, because he can score. What I'm not worried about. about <laughs> what are you talking about? Let us coach. <laughs> Maybe that's it. That's also please. If, if you're, if Adam Silver's listening, let us <laughs> let pick the us teams. coach. Oh, that'd, that'd be, be good. good. Adam, oh, somebody holler at Adam. Be way too entertaining. Next topic. We're gonna talk some baseball. Derek Jeter has finalized uh, his deal with his team to purchase the Miami Marlins. Super cool. Glad Jeter's back in baseball. He's always good for baseball. Here's the thing. <laughs> they, they released a picture of his office today. So you think superstar baseball player becomes owner in Miami, flamboyant, lavish. Uh, you would think he'd have a pretty cool office. Uh, it's him at a table, <laughs> two iPads, and a hand sanitizer station. Not like a little bottle on the desk. He has like a full station dispenser type thing <laughs> which I'll be this looks like a room where you fire people that's that's what it looks like to me like it is this not weird to anybody else like I don't know why you need two iPads that seems like a lot already um and then just a whole station to sanitize your hands cuz Derek Cheaters too good for bottles I guess too good too good for just a pump action bottle <laughs> he has to have a machine dispense hand sanitizer for him it definitely sounds like one of those buildings where you get government cheese. I don't know if you've ever been in one of those buildings, but government buildings, guys, you know what I'm talking about if you're listening. Government buildings are the worst buildings in the world. Like, all the way from the DMV to if you get, you know, type of EBT. If you get any type of service. I mean, there's a, a wide range of why people need services in, in this country. Uh, so there's no knock there. But the buildings are always a choice. There's one window. There's two people who've been working there for 40 years who don't care about you at all. You hear what I'm saying? They don't care about you at all. The the window that you go up to, it only has a small little thing. You got to lower down to talk in. Like, hey, can I get, you know, all the way down is just a little crack. They don't take they don't take cash. They don't take credit cards. They don't have Venmo. They don't have Swipe. You can't pay online. <laughs> There's no water fountain that works. It's just sad. There's no music. All the chairs are green. These buildings are the worst. That's what his office looks like, yo. It is terrible. Two iPads and sanitized. Like, he hates germs, but, like, loves reruns of Seinfeld. Like, that's, that's all that... That's all that's in that office. I'm not, and he doesn't have like I don't know if he has. Did he have a computer? Like a real like no. Real, see, I don't like that. I, I don't like typing on, on iPads. Even if you have the lame keyboard, you gotta have a desktop or a laptop. Jeter, I hope you got like a backpack on the floor or something. You can't be over here typing with two iPads. That's just not a good look. But he did have an aquarium. Did you talk about the aquarium? All right, so we saw large, we saw an angle. Saw an angle of a large aquarium, which is probably salt water. So he probably got some real cool, cool, beautiful, beautiful fish from like Australia or something out there. But Jeter's about his money, though. He's about wins. He's definitely about legacy. He's about money, wins, and legacy. And I'm not mad at that combination for sure. There's also a chance it's just a poster. 
<laughs> a poster of who? A poster of an aquarium. <laughs> just yeah, got a poster. Like a teamwork poster. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to see, yeah. Got a Jordan poster. He's got a post. Derek Jeter fathead is on one of the walls. <laughs> I got the fathead, bro. I just want a fathead so bad, yo. I just want one so bad on my post on my wall. Just just a big old one of uh uh of Tim Brown way back in the day. <laughs> Tim Brown big, fathead. It's a big old fat. It's a terrible name. Like it's not a cool name. I just mm. wanted a fathead. It just don't sound. It don't sound good. No. It don't. Sound, hey man, you got fathead. That don't sound good. I wish I had a fathead. That don't sound good. No, nope. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. I, the other thing about Derek Jeter's office is that, like, I wonder if, like, because I'm assuming this is probably in the main, the main section, of, like the stadium or whatever. Like, you know, I guess wherever their main office buildings are, or whatever. But like, just how much easy access he can get, you can have into it. Because when you're kind of at that level, it's either like you kind of got this open door policy, right? You want to mm-hmm. be the new boss. Everybody loves you. Yeah, come in. You know, tell me about your problems. Let me know how you are. Or you're like, nah, bro, don't talk to me unless you know what I'm saying. Like don't don't think I'm the player, Derek Jeter. Please understand that I'm boss, owner, majority to an extent, whatever his real share is, Derek Jeter. That's also another thing I'm intrigued on. Like, how is he going to create his persona there? You think he's gonna be sweet or you think he's gonna be stern? Which one which one? Right I think now? he's gonna be a pushover. You think he's gonna be a pushover? I think he's gonna be a pushover. Really? I think he's gonna be all about players mm. and that's going to get him in trouble with the business side. Okay. We'll see. So you don't think they're going to improve much under his no, potential reign? No, I don't. Rain? I don't think so. We'll see. Let's keep moving. Topic number eight. Grandma's very topic. We're here. Nate hates almost through new week. First podcast of October. Nate, what are we hanging on this week? All right. So Nike released their new fan jerseys, and they come with Nike Plus. So if you have an app on your phone, you can scan something on your jersey, some sort of microchip or some sort of technology, and get like highlights. And stuff from the players and exclusive access to this, the Nike app. which is just the dumbest thing anybody could have ever put in a jersey is technology. As if anybody can afford just a $200 NBA jersey but doesn't have the internet to look up highlights. And like a player bio or something dumb like that. Like the fact that you have to have an app to get the full Nike jersey experience is insane. Nike, Nike tries too hard a lot. I love Nike. I try to be brand loyal, but they keep putting neon spikes on everything. And now they're putting microchips in their Jersey. And I've never felt older in my life. I'm just like, stop making my Jersey smart. I don't want my Jersey thinking. I don't want push notifications for my clothing. I just don't get out of my clothes. Nike. The shoes was one thing I sort of understood when you could track stuff with your shoes. That was weird to me, but okay. Let's just let Nike Nike know where I am at all times. That's not going to be weird. And now they're like, hey, now we're in your jersey. We're in the fibers of your... I don't know why this doesn't freak people out. That They're just putting computers in clothes now. That's not good. That's why all of my jerseys are knockoffs from China. All of them. Because I know... I don't know what goes into a Chinese jersey. It's not the same material. But there's no computers. I doubt I'm being tracked by the Chinese government. If I am, they're very disappointed. But I'm pretty sure Nike is just tracking you. They're just send, you're just allowing Nike to send you advertisement whenever you want. You're already advertising for them. You're paying them 200 bucks to advertise their product, which is just how clothing works. But on top of that, you're going to allow them to be inside your life, inside your phone, at all times, whenever they want. That's weird. That's, that's creepy to me a little bit. I don't know who asked for this. 
I just don't get it. I don't know. Maybe I'm just too old. Maybe at 27, I'm too old for cool new clothes. Is you're that too, you're too old, bro? You too old. That's what it, that's what that is. Mm-hmm. That's it. You got the cash app. You think time? You think teenagers want computer chips in their clothes? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. They definitely do. They're not doing anything but looking at screens. What are you talking about? That's what. That's what the. That's you got to get with the program, bro. You're. This is Jets and stuff. You don't have Flintstone stuff. You gotta. You, you're telling me that by right, 2018 the, you're gonna have a chip in your head where you just look at people and <laughs> just, just wait till they incorporate. In, just wait till they incorporate into VR and the chip in the VR headset knows that they're wearing that jersey and their avatar will wear the jersey as well. Let's not do this. This is happening. This is scary. You gotta get with the program. You really think there's like a 17 year old kid out there that's like, man, I wish I could look up these players' highlights. He's like, hey man, scan my jersey. Absolutely. It's easy. It's convenient. It's quick. It's fast. Everybody want that. You tell me that's quicker than YouTube? Boom, 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 boom. For sure. Yes. Pulling up the Nike app, scanning your jersey. Boom. Three it's seconds. A, it's a push notification. Yeah, hey, bro. you're wearing the jersey. Watch this highlight. Boop. Got him. Come on, bro. You still sound like you write checks. <laughs> this, <laughs> is, this is crazy. I don't feel like I sound that old it, that I don't want smart clothes. <laughs> You got a milkman? Did none of us? <laughs> How old are you, dude? <laughs> did none of us watch Smart House? Yeah, we saw Smart okay, House. Okay, technology will eventually try to murder you. Yeah, so will lions, and we got to shut that down too, guys. I'm not gonna put a lion in my clothes. You That's sure? the difference. You sure? I'm positive. Oh no, I'm not gonna try to wear a lion. I just I don't th- I don't think it's a good idea at all. You don't think it's a good idea to have smart clothes? No, and I hope somebody gets electrocuted. I <laughs> hope that's what happens. Well, you have not to jump all the way to death. Not dead. Uh, that's how that's how electrocution works. Bro. You can be electrocuted without dying. I've never been electrocuted like that. Plenty of people get struck by lightning that are fine. That's not electrocution. What? Yeah, they don't. That's, you that's don't you die. Someone that's been struck by lightning. No, I don't, but fine. I know yeah, lightning doesn't kill everybody when it hits them. You don't know that. It kills some people. You don't know that. I do know that. I you know, do lightning, know that lightning. I know lightning is not undefeated. You do know that. I know that for a fact. You can look it up right now. Lightning is not like the gold gun. Somebody's been like, hey, I survived a lightning strike. Yeah, there's plenty that, of people. That means they're alive. <laughs> That's pretty much how that works. It means oh, like, yeah. oh, man, I just kind of fell down real hard when it was lightning. <laughs> hit my head, looked up. Man, I got hit by lightning. You know, when people, when they say they died and they see a white light and went to heaven and went to hell, and yeah, they're lying. That, that, didn't, that didn't happen. That's it. People lie. Hey, you got to realize that, brother. People are liars. They fib. They fib. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> People are jive targets, man. Cats <laughs> are jive fibbing muskrat. You hear me? <laughs> I just wanted to have in one day where it like starts raining. Somebody's wearing that computer jersey. Yeah. And just a little... Z- I mean, we gotta be careful. There's a fine line when technology, but I don't think smart. I don't think smart clothes is the fine line, though. You're I mean, f- I, I, I'm gonna agree with you to one extent. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna sell. Like I don't think that the like no it ain't gonna kill the game right no yeah, it's yeah. not gonna be a game changer where like mm-hmm. everyone starts to say okay we need to follow this trend right 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 but I do think that there's a lot of kids out there that if their parents so chose to mm-hmm. buy them this two hundred dollar jersey they would like it oh yeah the parents are like yes giant shadow corporation track my child mm-hmm. wherever they go oh, they're tracking us already they tracking you. I like You're on I know, Snapchat, right? I understand like phones track you and stuff. So what's the difference? It's more personal. No, is it? it's not. It's it not. is. You got a right now. You got a Snapchat with a little deer face. You with filters. You just got a little mouse face on Snapchat right now. <laughs> I don't use floating on the internet. Filters. Yeah, you do. I saw it got a little elf ears. <laughs> I don't. I got don't over use here. filters. Don't, Listen, don't, bro, don't, don't do that. Don't don't like I don't up. use Lick filters. Look this man up, bro. I've lie. seen it, Nathan Owens. You out here? Rosy cheeks. Little rosy. That's just my lady bug eyes. That's just my face in the morning. Little tired eyes and rosy cheeks. All your filters out there, bro. I don't use. I don't use filters. The baby that you watch, he's getting filtered and he's getting watched. Nate uses the skinny filter. 
filter on a consistent basis. <laughs> Let me use this athletic bill filter right <laughs> That's here. Angles. <laughs> you go up so they don't, they don't see multiple multiple chips. Let us know if you're buying that chip. Yo, would you get that two hundred dollar chip? Is it is, is Nate right? Is this the wave is this the wave of the end? Is this AI? Is this surrogates all this over is again? It. Is this iRobot? This is how it happens. Is this iRobot right here? Twenty years from now, they're gonna be like, "It started." It sounds like you still got a DVD player in your room. That's what they sound like. <laughs> Batman's gonna tell us twenty years from now. <laughs> it started when they put chips. That's it. It still sounds like you gotta roll your windows down. That's what it sounds like. This is, this is the guy that <laughs> literally Instagrammed like getting ready for Pratoween. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, it hasn't even happened yet. I just got my shirt. That's it. We we'll got a shirt right here. I'm pumped. Hilarious. That'd be great. <laughs> if you could have a shirt that had Chris Pratt, he's doing it tomorrow, it. Dan. Duggan. And, he's doing and, it tomorrow. And this like it would send you like personal messages from Chris Pratt would you buy it wait what yeah man. like your chip in your shirt yeah of a Chris Pratt shirt put it on cool would send, shirt would send you a, a, like a video of Chris Pratt hey Nathan, like, what's up it's me you look great today <laughs> go out there and get him kiddo <laughs> that's would so you, weird is it that creeps me out a Does little it? bit yeah it's pretty exciting you would like that He's calling your name. Hey, what's even funnier is that Chris Pratt would be in a studio somewhere doing voiceovers for 4,000 <laughs> names like Dan. Hey, Dan, this is me. Hey, Mike, this is me. Hey, Tony, this is me. Hey, you look great today. It's yeah. your friend, Chris. <laughs> Go get him, pal. That's it. That's, you put that shirt on, you could be him and Jennifer Lawrence in Passengers. You wouldn't want that for $200? I haven't, I haven't seen Passengers. Well, I just said Jennifer Lawrence. I, was, I mean, I think that pretty much shuts it down for You haven't me. seen Passengers? No. What? It looked like a movie that would stress me out. <laughs> I saw in the trailer they had the scene where she's in the pool and then uh, the gravity goes out uh -huh. and I'm like yeah that's it that would ruin that would ruin my day my palms start getting sweaty <laughs> and now I'm stuck I'm stuck Mate, in a, in a death of, bubble you are afraid of fiction <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm not afraid of it I don't think I'm gonna be in a pool and gravity's gonna get turned off uh huh but if you're wearing smart clothes, about <laughs> that's, that's what's next. Man. Hey, hey, Nate, this is Chris. Uh, swim. <laughs> Push notifications. Get out of there. Oh, oh Chris, holler at us. If you know Chris Pratt, he ain't doing much. Yeah, Talk be fun. Holler at us. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuffing Atlanta. Next topic. <laughs> Richard Sherman, uh, one of the more vocal NFL players, added again uh, when his teammate Chris Carson got hurt. He went after fantasy football players. Uh, he said, I think a lot of people, a lot of fans out there have looked at players even less like people because of fantasy football and things like that. You go and say, oh, man, this guy got hurt. You're not thinking, hey, man, this guy got hurt. He's really physical. He's really physically hurt. And he's going to take time to recover. It's probably going to take an effort. His mental state and his physical state. And now he has a long, rigorous rehab. You're thinking, oh, man, he's messing up my fantasy team. Does Sherman have a point against fantasy football that it desensitizes you to injuries? I think absolutely, for sure. Uh, but overall, fantasy is just overrated. It's just it's just overrated for sure. I, I tried it for two years, guys. It's just it's it's too much. You weren't in the right league. It's, you know, everybody say that you didn't have the right apples. You didn't wear the right shoes. You didn't dance with the right person. Stop it. No, it's it's, it's overrated in the aspect of the reason why. In my mind, the reason why we started was to help enhance the enjoyment of the game. And I feel like now it has become his own game. And so to that to that effect, I feel like <clears throat> I feel like, yeah, it is it is it's overrated in a sense, one, 
Because like First off I don't like doing homework I don't have time To be researching And getting information About your team And your defense And who you're picking Now I gotta read reports And get articles I ain't got time for that work Man I got things to do uh, I gotta get the CC's I, gotta, I ain't got time to play around So that's definitely one Two I'm just trying to watch the game uh, But yeah When players get hurt They get bu- Like people get bummed When you know Antonio Brown is out Odell Beckham's out For three weeks When Derek Carr is injured For four weeks They're like Man he's messing up my team We're like Well actually no He's got a spine fracture uh, Buddy Johnny So you may just want to Take it down And get back to your uh, Articles in your cubicle there's not a single person that's seriously thinking that, though. Everybody's thinking that. You're thinking that in a when sense Odell that... When Odell was out, you don't think they were bummed that he was hurt? Yes or no? You are bummed, yeah. but you're not devaluing them as a human <laughs> because they're getting you fictional points on a yeah. computer game. You definitely are. You're not. Yeah, that's, for sure. that's such a just exaggeration and an assumption. No, no, because you're inside of it. This is what happens when you're inside of things. You don't see clearly. So or me, you know it better than somebody who's outside of it. Yeah, because you're inside of it, right? So you can't able to yeah. see objectively. This is objectivity talking right here. Because yeah. I've been on both sides, right? This is what happens. But you didn't have a good experience. Who, me? Yeah. I just had a bad experience. I said it's overrated. If you had had a good experience, you wouldn't have stopped playing. That's not true. I know that. I've had a good salad before, and I still don't eat it. <laughs> so that's not, that's not a problem. That's not a problem but to say that I'm still doing it. That's, that's, that's not it at all. I've, had, I've done a, a lot of good things. I played the drums. had a great time. Don't want to play the drums anymore. Not a big deal. But I hear what you're saying. But again, if you're not able to look at it objectively, listen, there you're not a hardcore fantasy player. Like you're not you're no. not yeah, so you're like you're not hardcore. I'm talking about like I know three people specifically, personally, who are hardcore fantasy players, football, basketball, they're hardcore players. And it's like How do you define hardcore? Oh, they're thinking about it, they're constantly talking about it, they're tweeting about it, they're looking up, like they're researching, they're trying to get ready. This defense like in that thing looking at it if you're sitting down on the couch and we're watching a movie and you're looking up fantasy stuff on a Tuesday afternoon and there's no game until Thursday at the earliest or Sunday that's an element of being hardcore I'm okay. hard uh, I'm, then I would be hardcore sure and yeah. again I think you've got a little I, more objecti- I, objectivity than others for a variety of reasons but there, I think that it is definitely feasible let me be clear in my words I think it's very feasible for hardcore fantasy players to get to an element where it's so much about their fantasy that a real person really getting injured, which affects their fantasy team, you're like, dang, like this is really impacting me. And you just don't see that this is a real person. Not to this crazy, hyperbolized, you know what I'm saying, aspect of where you're desensitized, but you are like, I'm so focused on this, I'm not really realizing that this cat has a broken collarbone. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah, like Devontae Adams went down. Devontae, yeah. significant, yes. serious injury. And I'm not going to lie to you. My first reaction was like, dang, he's not getting any more points than the rest <laughs> of the game. <laughs> See? This is honesty. I'm 4th to 10, God dog. It is not a game. That man it's... was severely injured. And I feel bad for him. Yes, this is true but as well. But but this whole idea that like, like you're desensitized. Like there is nothing I can do for Devonte Adams. No, no, no. There's nothing. Me tweeting about doing a GoFundMe for him. No one will fund it. Like the point is, is I can't do anything to help him. Sure. But what I can do is mm-hmm. try to find a new receiver this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give somebody so else an opportunity. I don't feel bad. Like these dudes, they, they know what they're signing up for. It's not like they got in a car accident. No. Unexpectedly. No, they're playing ball, but what they did sign up for is people to be concerned with fantasy. Like, nobody was worried about fantasy 10 years ago. Yes, but they, they 
you're right to say that, but that's part of why the NFL is making as much money mm-hmm. as it is today. Part of the reason that they're making the contracts they're making is because fantasy has brought this new element sure. to people watching money NFL is. games. Fantasy has not made the game of football better. No, no, absolutely not. Yeah. It, it hasn't made the actual product better. Sure. It's made everything around viewership. it better. <clears throat> it's made via viewership. I don't think we have NFL Red Zone Channel mm-hmm. if fantasy doesn't exist. For sure. sure. I don't think, I mean, ESPN now has an entire fantasy football show. They do. A whole program. They have people hired with on their business card says fantasy football analyst or expert. It's, it's become a moneymaker. No, this, I'm not negating any of that information. And Those I think for me, it, it makes some games watchable that might not have been totally. watchable. <clears throat> so I'm tuning into more NFL games based on this real slash fictional game. And I know more way more players cuz our in our fantasy league we have to play def- or we have to play individual defensive players oh, too. Oh, that's the worst. Why? I just oh, I can't I played that one year and it was just it was terrible. I love it cuz you do you get to learn about players that you would never have learned about before. Ugh. I'm not I'm not a fan of the defensive. I, you draft the defense and special teams. That's what that's what we've always had. I don't know. I, I tried. I tried now it you one are year. Old. You just don't deal well with change. I do fine with change. We had to change. We've had to change the rules a few times. We had to change them. How many? How much money does it take to get in your league? Oh, we don't. We can't. We can't do money. <laughs> oh my god. We can't do money. What are you we doing it for? Like candy? No, we have a trophy. <laughs> you have a fictional trophy. No, no, it's a real physical trophy. You have a real trophy for fictional that, fantasy. Yeah, that we pass. Whoever wins keeps it for the year. Ooh. Got names on it. Um, <laughs> I'm still trying to get my name back on it. I won back to back years. I feel like you're in a real life RPG right now. I feel like somebody. No. Will, I feel like a gargoyle will come out and snag you out the dark for a warlock right now, bro. I, I can't rock with free leagues. That's the worst. Be, because then people give up. They get halfway through the season. They're zero and no. three, and they get there's up. no real investment there. That's what you're yeah. saying? No, because yeah. the the investment is pride. The investment is getting your name back on the jersey. Winning's a drug. Yeah, but winning against people that don't know what the hell they're doing is not... It's your dad you, and like his friends and you and yeah, your brothers. Yeah, it's family. It's family and, a, that and our neighbor. Know, that, that really doesn't know football that No, well. they do. We're in a very smart league. We're in a league that... Then why we, don't you put your money where your mouth is? Because we're just not going to do that. We're not going to just throw money into a pot. I'm not going to take money from Pastor John. Like, I'm just not. I'm definitely I'm taking not going to do that. Oh, I'm taking Pastor but John's I'm going money. to beat and I'm going to take your money because I'm better at fantasy football than you are, too. <laughs> and that's fine. Like, I just. This money. is confidence. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Not delusion. Confidence. No, no. I, money is not, is not necessary because you beat them. And then you let that person know. That you beat them and you make them feel bad and mm. you ruin their day. I'll let you know how I feel when I'm winning five hundred dollars in my league. That's great. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm pulling for you, Dan. Thank you. In your league. Thank you. I will say, I <laughs> the tough thing about fantasy is that everybody cares about it, mm-hmm. but it's so tough to talk to people from other leagues. It's like seeing somebody else's like vacation photos. It's weird. Just like I really don't. I don't care. Like, my little brother is in three leagues. He's in three fantasy leagues. And he'll say something like, oh, I got Aaron Rodgers in today. And I'll be like, in the league that matters, that I care about, or not? And he's like, oh, in, in another league. And it's like, I don't care. I hope you lose all the other leagues. So are you, are you making more effort to watch these games in general? Like, you're like, I need to watch these games more so? Or do you, are you fine with making your rosters, not watching the games, and just hoping for the best? No, I, I need to watch as many games as I can. Why is that? I just like to see it happen. <laughs> 
there, there's an excitement when your quarterback throws a touchdown uh-huh. that that you just yeah it's just it's fun. Just, that's stupid. Um, <laughs> Wait, so you don't why, cheer why? for your players? I'll cheer for them, but if my, like if my wife's like, "Hey, I want to go out on a date with you," I'm turning off the TV and like I can't do anything to change my to line up. But what I do say and why I, I do try to watch, I do try to watch as many games as possible, is because there's things like garbage yards and garbage other things that mm. like wouldn't necessarily they'll come through in the stat sheet and you may get a multiple points, but sure. that that player in and of itself is not a great call for like the following week. They're not going to have that garbage got touchdown. It, it. So you kind of have to know like some things that will come through in the stat sheet that look really good aren't actually the really actual solid. Yeah. I got you. Mm-hmm. Belay Powell uh, is a good example of that. Mm-hmm. Jets running back mm-hmm. had a 75 yard touchdown run. Mm-hmm. His yardage though looks incredible when you see it for the whole game, but he tripped and everybody thought he was down. So they stopped. But he still gets all those points. Yeah, there's there's a lot. Because what's the weirdest fantasy win you've had? I mean, last week I started Deshaun Watson. Everyone made fun of me about it before the <laughs> week, and I scored forty points. Okay, that's yeah, that's great. I had the first year I won the championship. Um, I played against Tommy Maddox. If y'all remember him, mm. played for the Steelers. Got sacked six times in mm-hmm. that game. This was before we changed the rule, so sack was negative points for a quarterback. I won by 15 points. Mm. Tommy Maddox had negative 16 points. <laughs> and that was the championship. Goodness. And now my name is on that trophy. That's crazy, bro. It sounds like you're playing Yu-Gi-Oh, but I hear what you're saying, bro. I'm like, man, I hey, love Yu-Gi-Oh. Hey, yo, you. Shut up, you get me I love Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> See, I never got into Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. I was a closet was Yu-Gi-Oh. Fan. Oh, you had to be closet Yu-Gi-Oh at our age. You had to be because we were we were the cuss for being out, bro. Like on the low, though. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh was way better than Pokemon. Goodness, way man. Better. Let's keep moving. Last topic of the day: uh, fights. We're talking about age and fighting. George <laughs> Foreman. That's right. Your favorite grill master. Uh, challenges Steven Seagal. That's right, your favorite sheriff, deputy, kung fu master, foreign affairs agent, whatever else he uh, wants to be. Uh, he challenged the former action star uh, to a fight, and fans are really excited about this. <laughs> I think we're in a day and age where if anybody outlandishly wants to fight, people are like, yeah, I'll throw, I'll throw a signal to that. I'm not doing anything on uh, August 15, 2018. I'll watch that fight. I'll watch that fight in the backyard. But the extra cash to these, I don't even know how old they are, 50, 60-year-old men, uh, if not older, is that Steven Seagal was challenged by George Foreman, and Foreman says, yo, I'm boxing you can use whatever you want, 10 rounds in Vegas. Guys, first off, first off, we, we can't let this happen. We, we cannot, as a city, as a society, we can't let George Foreman and Steven Seagal fight for money. That's A. Two, that's not how you count. Uh, <laughs> one, two, <laughs> I sound like my daughter. Uh, 16, 25, 3, yellow, Tuesday. Uh, so the second thing is, uh, this, is a, this is a direct effect of Rousey, Mayweather, McGregor, all of this combination of the last two big super fight years or whatever the case may be. And people are just like, yeah. I'm poor. I need some money. Let me put on boxing gloves, and I'm okay with you having a chain. Let's just see what happens if you fight in trunks and bare chest, and I'm in a long trench coat with some shades on. <laughs> like, that doesn't make any sense. I'm not for it. Right now, you heard it right here. Do not let this happen, America. No. Oh, I'm all in. Don't do it, Nathan. This is so... 
dumb. I'm not paying anything for it. No, we don't pay anything for this. But stuff. absolutely, you're telling me that like just on a Wednesday evening, I can watch George Foreman fight Steven Seagal? Yeah. Why not? I'm very pro celebrities fighting other celebrities. I'm completely fine with that, especially professional fighters against fictional fighters. Now, I know Seagal, I think he has belts. Belts? He has belts in some form oh, you're talking like, of uh, martial, martial arts. arts. He does have that. Oh, George Foreman got belts too, bro. I know. I just <laughs> both of those belts are old and crusty somewhere in a closet, yo. Everybody's old, yes, and sir. I would be. This would be very disappointing. Mm, very. A disappointing. lot of people would spend a lot of money on it. And old be disappointed. And sad man, just just moving slow. And I would be slow. As long as Seagal, if he wins, he's got a bunch of like one-liners ready. <laughs> And he's just like, well, I guess I rang his bell. <laughs> Something like that. So go, was just recently seen with like some glasses and his hair slicked back. <laughs> he looked In Russia. He was in Russia. He was in First Russia. First of all, the background looks fake. It just looked like he was a bad Mario villain. It just looked <laughs> like, it just looked real janky. That's what I thought. And I haven't heard George Foreman's name since late high school, early college, when the, when the George Foreman grill came across America like the mighty wind of the heavens and swept our country. Do you remember this? The George Foreman grill swept our country and we are forever to be thanked and indebted to this man for changing the way you grill at home. I'm pretty sure George Foreman, you can fact check me on this, named like seven of his kids George. Pretty sure that's accurate as that well. And true. his daughter Georgina. Georgina. Hope she's doing well. Because that was a tough one. You know how we talk about confidence versus, <laughs> That's confident. Big to name seven. Where is the wife? To being like, no, no, no. You got the names right there? It's ridiculous. No, it doesn't but make I do have sense. His Name net the youngest worth. one, Grill. Who's I have his net worth. George Foreman's net yes. worth. What you got? Yes, George Foreman's right now. 2017 net worth. I give you. I give you 50 million. I'm gonna say 20 million. Yeah, 250 million dollars. George, he's Foreman's not fighting anyone. 250 million dollars. He makes 40 percent of each of the hundred million dollars worth of grills sold. He gets 40 percent of that. Yep. So once he hit it, what do you say? If he hits a once he every hits a hundred million, he makes forty million dollars every time. Every time they sell a hundred million dollars, mm. they're still selling. They're oh, still for selling. sure. Every college student Bruh. that in existence Bruh. buys a George Foreman. And I finally got that big one one day. That big, just that big gray one with the long tray. Oh my goodness! I was living like a king. It's still my favorite episode of The Office. Oh, when, it had when, the when Michael grills his foot. I don't remember that episode because he, he wants to wake up to the smell of bacon. What? So he puts a George Foreman grill in his, his room. And he grills his foot? <laughs> he grills I don't remember his, that episode at all, bro. His foot. It's great. It's the same one. Dwight gets a concussion and becomes friends with Pam. Oh, I remember that part. Mm-hmm. I remember that part. <laughs> Best line, fire you. You can't fire me. I don't work in this van. Stuff Hilarious. like, Dwight, what's your middle name? Danger. Oh, danger. It's, yeah. Dwight. Dwight, come holler at us too, big dog. You ain't doing much right now with your, with your career. <laughs> Nobody except for Michael and Jim are doing anything from that show. And Jim got buff. I don't Jim know did he, get buff. I don't know. I don't, he's doing some spy show, I think, for Amazon. He got buff for sure. And he, he, he did. Had that, he had that motion picture with last year, two years ago. Yeah, did like the, a, the, the Benghazi movie where yeah. he was, you know. Yeah, rat tat tat. Good for Jim. Where's he, where he on your uh, Flavor Flav, Chris Pratt, Man Sexy uh, radar? Where's Jim? Where's Jim? Mm. Where's he at right there? I, I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm not really sure. He's he's in that he's in that gray area. He's in that gray kind of middle yeah. lane. He's not Brad Pitt. He ain't Brad Pitt. He's not Brad Pitt, but he's not Seal. So I don't. Seal. I don't really know where. Why you got to bring Seal into this? <laughs> Why you got to bring Sweet Seal into this? Here? <laughs> but all jokes aside, I would like to see 
uh, I would like to see in their hey, this is what I'm saying, in their heyday, Steven Seagal, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Chuck Norris, just in a three ring, just go get it. Back in like, I want all three of them in like 1987. Do you know who I want to add to that though? Who are you going to add? Stallone. Yep, yep. I want to see You got to see those, those four American action yeah. stars. Got to throw Schwarzenegger in there. I want to see Stallone, though. I want to see him Rocky for four rounds. Uh-huh. And then <laughs> Rambo for the last six. Just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just to switch it up. Just, yeah, all of a sudden he takes his gloves yeah. off, puts a little dirt on his face. <laughs> Put the little... Puts the pants down. He's like, murder! Yeah, you got those Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger was big in the late, you know, the 80s and 90s as well. That Those mm-hmm. action stars in their prime. I'm, I'm giving the edge to Van Damme, though. Van Damme really? was my man. Hard Target. I will watch Hard Target on VHS. Muscles right from Brussels. Now, brother, don't know what that means, but that that movie, Hard Target. I used to want to do a roundhouse kick every day in middle school, bro. <laughs> every day, and like a he had like a leather coat on and some cowboy boots, and he would just roundhouse kick you, bro, out of nowhere. Oh my goodness, I remember those days. I remember just wanting to. Fight. You remember when you used to want to fight after watching a karate movie or like mm-hmm. a movie? You'd be like, come on. Brother, let's just, let's somebody, <laughs> anybody, <laughs> you just end up punching your bed or something. Just. Bro, you said you want to fight. After we watched Bruce Lee, bro, we would fight anything. Go fight fake putties outside. It didn't matter. We was going in. But Steven Seagal and George Foreman don't fight, guys. Somebody would die. I was like, that's the advantage to having brothers. Yeah. Is oh, being able sure. to watch something like that and then not get in trouble for punching the person. Yeah. Next to you. For sure. Yeah. Miles, you be like, stay in the room. Don't come out. Dan. Real quick, Dan, who you've got? Stallone, Van Damme, Norris, you said Norris and Seagal. Uh, Seagal. Schwarzenegger's in there, too. Schwarzenegger, 1983 and 1984. <laughs> yeah, 1983 94. Just prime. cage match. Yep. I, gotta go, I gotta go check Norris. Mm, Norris. Norris. Norris is low-key underrated. I mean, he actually was a black belt. He was. He was, is a black belt. And then in that prime, yeah. he was fit, strong, had a beard. I mean, Bruce Lee is... By oh, no, no, he's not in that category. Right, right. No, no, we're right. not, no, 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 Bruce, no, no. Bruce Lee... We are not going to put Bruce Lee in that category. The advantage of Norris is I've never seen anybody look so flexible in jeans. <laughs> That's true. Like, Walker, Texas Ranger, Walker, bro. Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> Nothing he wore looked comfortable, nope. but he had mobility. <laughs> can't pull up in a Dodge Ram and just hit that cat <laughs> with a bicycle kick, bro. <laughs> is he wearing, like, tight Wranglers? What's he... Put on some basketball black shorts, deputy, man. bro. <laughs> He was the original Brett Favre yo, for, for Wrangler jeans. My grandma used to watch Brett Walker Texas Ranger every day, yo. And then Total Gym. No. Every day, dude. That and Night Rider, yo. Night Rider? Yeah. She watched Walker Texas Ranger and Night Rider every day. Good times. We That's did it. it. <laughs> That's all 10. Obviously, the most important topics Obviously. going on right now. Yep. Uh, don't, don't, don't research that. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for being here. Uh, once again, we're going to be Friday, Saturday, Augusta, Savannah, Joe's Underground and the Wormhole, respectively. Uh, come out and see us. Say hey. We're going to have t-shirts. We're going to have fun laughs. I'm selling you. I'm selling you on that show. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, guys, I'm Nathan Owens. You can find me on Twitter at I am underscore Owens. I really want to get to a thousand. Come on, guys. I'm, I, I lost a follower last week. Really? I'm at 829. You get that notification where it says like, hey, you lost one? No, I just I saw it today. I was like, oh, I thought it was at 830. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just at 829. So help me out, guys. Follow me. I'm not a terrible follower. <laughs> yo, get at me on Twitter. Yo, D-A-M-O-N-J-R. 
He said it best, man. Augusta Friday, if you there, if you close, you got to be there. Saturday in Savannah, I know people are there for sure in Savannah. Mm-hmm. So you got to come through. It will be a fantastic time. As always, guys, we appreciate y'all listening so much. You know, rate, review, all that jazz. Hashtag 4th and 10. Holla. See you next week. It's not, it's not, it's not.